Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Star Wars 7x7 episode 1387 today. Relationship status, it's complicated. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, this is Mike and Joe from the Cantina Cast. And you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. So we're talking relationships in the sequel movies here, and yeah, and there have been a lot of different combinations posited by fans, whether it's Hux and Kylo Ren, whether it's Rey and Kylo Ren, whether it's Rey and Finn, whether it's Rey and Poe, whether it's Poe and Finn. Nobody opining on a C-3PO relationship or anything like that, which is too bad because, you know... 3PO's been around for a while. He deserves some companionship. But be that as it may, the novelization The Last Jedi by Jason Fry and also the audio narration by Mark Thompson, the two together have the opportunity to paint some additional details for us, and they don't, unfortunately. They do not clarify any of the relationship statuses. Well, I guess maybe in a way they do. For everybody who is hoping for a General Hux-Kylo Ren relationship, well, the fact that General Hux was about to kill (laughs) Kylo Ren when he had the opportunity, and then seeing the fear on Kylo's face at the appearance of Luke, how Hux sees that as weakness and opportunity and wants to sideline Kylo Ren as soon as possible. I think that pretty much negates any possibility for a romantic relationship between General Hux and Kylo Ren. So let's start there. Let's wipe that one out immediately. And as far as a Rey and Kylo Ren relationship goes, well, that, you know... They had their argument over who was going to join who, and clearly neither of them was going to join the other. I don't know if Rey is holding anything about Luke's passing against Kylo Ren or not, and I don't know how much she knows about whether Luke's passing was due to his projection across the galaxy and fighting Kylo Ren, installing him and whatnot. That's not really made clear. What is clear is that when they have that last Force connection, she doesn't have any feeling at all. There's no hatred, but also no compassion as Kylo Ren evaluates the situation. And then she just terminates the connection. So yeah, uh, the old saw about hate not being the opposite of love, it's apathy that's the opposite of love. Well, it seems like that's what we have with Kylo and Rey. So no relationship happening there. So now we're left with our classic love triangle, which is the Poe and Finn and Ray triangle, which of course has a new angle on it with the introduction of Rose. So going through the movie, of course, we have Poe and Finn reunited early on, and Poe demonstrates his affection for Finn by giving him his jacket back with the sewing done, saying, I'm not much of a sewer, but he still took the time to do it in the midst of everything that was going on. But by the end of the movie things are a little bit different. Finn is attending to Rose and Poe is paying attention to Ray. Now, that scene in the movie where Poe 
uh, goes up to you know Ray and she's like, "I'm Ray," and he says, "I know," in that smoldering way where he. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I don't know what it is, but every time he delivers a line like that, he just wants to boogie down and you know it. You just know that that's the subtext he's laying into the thing. Well, that scene actually appeared in the Force Awakens novelization and did not make it into the Force Awakens movie, but they made it appear in the Last Jedi movie, obviously. And in the Last Jedi novelization, we don't get that scene. The only reference to it anywhere near to it is that when um you know when leia is on board and she goes back to the the main area where everybody's hanging out you know what few people are left hanging out she sees that poe and ray have been talking but there's no indication of what that conversation might have been like nothing about the tenor of the conversation or anything so we don't get any additional details from the novelization on that front but there is some additional observation of finn attending to rose in her state of distress and there's nothing additional in the novelization about the scene where, you know, she kisses him and then passes out a... Nothing additional builds onto that. But Poe is certainly taking note of what's happening there and whether or not he's looking at that and going, hmm, okay, Finn's off the market because he's paying attention to this Rose chick, so I'm going to go make eyes at Ray. Like, it's definitely not made that obvious at all. And ultimately, I think the entire relationship water has been muddied as a result. I don't think anyone is getting together with anyone as a result of where things have been left in terms of the movie and the novelization. The only thing, the only thing that's out there is that there's a thing that goes on through the course of the novel about how Finn is always talking about Ray and it's annoying Rose, Ray this and Ray that. And how do you know she's going to be the same Ray when she comes back? This is the question that Rose poses to Finn because she's off doing the Jedi training and um, Rose is like, uh, yeah, is she going to come back all weird and mysterious and, you know, with little rat tail hair for Padawans and whatnot. And she puts that bug in Finn's head and he's nervous about what it's going to be like when he sees her again. And so they have that moment of reunion when she lifts all the boulders out of the way and he senses that there is something different about her, but that her basic nature has not changed and the relationship, the dynamic between them hasn't necessarily changed either. And the novel describes their reunion as falling into each other's arms and her sobbing and laughing as she's reunited with him. I don't know if you can necessarily read anything into that, but it is at least a beautiful detail that gets shared in Jason's rendition of the novel. I mean, and <laughs> this is a horrible comparison to make, but it put me in mind briefly of the movie Speed with Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves and how their relationship as it developed, spoiler alert, was you know, based on a you know very intense sequence of time that they were involved in together. And you could say that Ray and Finn have a connection because of a very intense sequence of events that they were involved in together. But whether that actually translates into a relationship, well, I don't know. I don't know. I think the odds are a bit against it. And hey, that's okay. Just because it's a series of Star Wars movies doesn't mean we need a romantic relationship. But you know what? We're humans. We like that sort of thing. It would be nice to see something like that. So, you know, here's hoping for episode nine. All right, I'm going to take a quick break, and then when I come back, a fun fact about the state of the Millennium Falcon at the end of The Last Jedi. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. 
Want a free copy of The Last Jedi in 4K UHD HDR with Dolby Atmos and Dolby Vision? It's the highest quality you can possibly watch The Last Jedi at, courtesy of Voodoo. And starting Friday, March 16th, I'm giving away those 10 to the first 10 people who become patrons of the podcast at the $5.01 level or higher. And if you join at the 1138 level or higher, I'll throw in a free copy of The Force Awakens Trivia Book 2. Go to patreon.com slash sw7x7 to support the show and get your free copy of The Last Jedi. Again, that's patreon.com slash sw7x7. Welcome back. All right, so the fun fact about the Millennium Falcon is that it is infested with porgs at the end of The Last Jedi. It's not just that there was one random stowaway that we saw in the movie that jumped up on the console while Chewie was desperately trying to fly away from the TIE Fighters and that... (laughs) got smacked off the console and then ultimately like end up smacking against the glass of the cockpit comically no no the place is infested this is something that leia notices after she's had her moment with chewie and then walks back into the main area where the remainder of the resistance is gathered she sees that they are just all over the place that they've nested in places that they're digging into the insulation and the wiring and all this stuff and yeah where it picked up this she has no idea because of course she hasn't gotten the whole porg story or anything like that she's obviously going to get that pretty soon but anyway i just thought that was rather funny and they got out of the out of the crate system as quickly as you could possibly imagine they basically were gone into hyperspace before anybody had any idea and the novel says you know before anybody could give an order to pursue they were gone which means that Chewie already was plotting his getaway just like the smart Wookiee he is and that is going to do it for the podcast today tomorrow we are going to wrap up and finalize our coverage of the last Jedi novelization with all the stuff about Luke And also, what happened to all of Luke's stuff once he died? (laughs) We'll talk about that tomorrow, too. For today, though, it just remains for me to say thank you so much for listening, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you force choke your captain, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you like what you've been hearing, support the podcast at patreon.com slash sw7x7. It's not an apology, it's destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.